When you hear about the housing affordability crisis here in America, we used to think about the welfare state. But more and more middle class Americans cannot afford quality housing. So how do we fix it? We jump into that in this episode. Welcome to Real Estate Investing with Kenny Wolf, the show with weekly topics designed to help you learn how to build your ideal life through real estate investing. My name is Kenny Wolf, and I've been a real estate syndicator and investor for almost 12 years now. And in this time, I've built a successful real estate investment firm, Wolf Investments. If you're new to the show, make sure to subscribe so you're notified when a new episode comes out. Housing affordability is a major issue and is spreading nationwide from the coast inland now. For those in the very low income group, there are programs that incentivize developers to build low income housing that is highly subsidized. These types of projects are highly sought after by developers due to the high amount of fees they make on the front end. Afterwards, the rent growth at that property will be lower than your market rental rates. Usually those lower rates are locked in for decades depending on the program used. Now we're seeing the housing affordability spread into the middle class. Cities like New York City, Los Angeles, San Francisco, etc. have been having middle class affordability issues for decades. New York City first had what are what were called now the projects. Those are really built for middle class workers to have affordable housing close to the city. Eventually, the degradation of those assets led to what we think of now as the projects, little rougher, uh, rougher communities. The middle class was forced out to the boroughs, and then they dealt with the commute into the city. Today, we're seeing these issues uh, now take hold here in the middle of the country. The past few years, we saw housing costs, either owning or renting, skyrocket, and there's very little chance that, we'll, that we will see that go downward. The homeowners that bought a house and locked in a 3% fixed interest rate for 30 years have very little incentive to trade up to a bigger house when interest rates are now 8%. So we're seeing the single-family housing inventory near record lows. That means single-family pricing should not only hold at these new normal single-family prices, but should grow from here. For those that missed buying a house before the huge increase in values across the nation in single-family, it's going to be tough to afford to buy a house anytime soon. Prior to the run on single-family housing values, it took the average American 4.52 years to save up for a down payment on a house. With values of of housing nearly doubled, it'll take about double the time now to afford a down payment, so just over nine years. With home ownership getting more more and more out of reach for most Americans, there is what seems like an insatiable demand for apartments. Obviously, demand varies from market to market, but overall, we are very undersupplied with multifamily housing across the nation. We'll see more and more Americans in apartments for longer and longer periods of time than we have seen in the past. All right, so how are developers trying to keep up? The interest rates today are extremely high compared to where they were just 18 months ago. Because they increased more than double in a very short period of time, you've seen development of new housing, both single-family and multifamily, fall off a cliff. The housing shortage we already had before the interest rate hikes has only gotten worse. For those that are marching forward with their development projects, you should see some epic lease-ups and higher rents than your projections because you've got a very limited supply of new stuff coming on the market. Now, it does cost a lot more to build these days because of the inflation of labor and materials. On top of that, you've got higher interest rate costs during the construction period, and then you've got higher insurance costs as well. So higher costs to build for sure each unit, and they have to be made up somewhere. Those are typically going to be passed on in higher rents in your conventional apartment communities. Because of the higher cost per unit to deliver an apartment these days, what you're seeing are secondary and tertiary markets having just about zero new development of housing 
as the rents there do not support the higher per unit cost. In major markets, you're, you're going to see some new delivery of new product still. Dallas-Fort Worth is supposed to grow about 70,000 apartments this year in 2023, but that's still less than 5% of the total multifamily inventory, which is considered a very healthy metric if you're below 5%. And then still, that's no way that's enough apartments to keep up with the massive growth here in Dallas-Fort Worth. And that plays out across the country as well. All right, so what's the fix? It all comes down to simple economics. More supply is needed in a big way. Whenever demand is higher and you have limited supply, you're going to see a huge increase in cost to the end user. It's Adam Smith's invisible hand hard at work. If developers can create more housing units effectively and efficiently, then the housing crisis can be chipped away at. But when there are big acts from local authorities on design or to overly complicate the development process, it adds cost to, to the build, which has to be paid in rental prices. Or if it's too much, it just deters new housing units being built altogether. So if cities and developers can come together, we can solve this housing crisis, but it'll take buy-in from all the parties involved. Those cities that are slow to rezone and or work with developers are going to be left in the dust and they will continue to have extreme housing costs passed on to their residents. The housing crisis in the United States is a very real problem and the only way to fix it is to build our way out. The cities that work with developers are going to be the most successful in reducing their housing affordability issues. This has been Real Estate Investing with Kenny Wolf. Thanks so much for listening.